Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome. As the nice lady said, you are listening to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we're here to bring you the latest news and reviews and everything tech-related. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we've got something for you. So welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. And uh, Hey, how are you, hey Mark, how are you? Uh, Have a good okay. week? Any tech issues uh, yeah, at your house sure. this week? <laughs> no, everything seems to be running pretty smoothly since I got uh, my new internet connection. It's uh, It's been great. It's 400, 500 megabits per second and stays pretty constant. Every once in a while it goes down, but their, their tech guys are really good. They get it fixed in like 20 minutes. So, no, pretty good. How about you? Excellent, excellent. Everything is going well. We had a couple of listener questions which I wanted to answer. Mm-hmm. which uh, made a lot of sense to me. So one, last week we talked about a website called tryitonai.com yeah. where you could get headshots right. generated by AI, which, I mean, if you've ever had headshots done, you know what a hassle it is, and everybody oh, yeah. needs a has- uh, a headshot for LinkedIn at least. You, know, you right. don't want one on the beach with your, with your cocktail. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you want a decent headshot. Um so we're trying it, and here's the thing on the privacy. Uh, their privacy policy says they're only going to use submitted photos and personal information to generate personalized photo shoot, mm-hmm. communicate with you, and provide customer support. You can delete your stuff from their servers at any time to maintain your privacy. They will not be selling any of your data or, it quote, We will never use your generated photos and advertisements or share your personal information with third parties without your explicit consent. So that seems that seems pretty fair to me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, if it's true and if that's really what they do, I don't trust anybody anymore. (laughs) Well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But that is their published privacy policy. I, I figure basically what they're doing is training AI on right. how to do these photos. Right, exactly. So Second. You also had a, a listener question, another listener question? Yeah, on Face ID to access accounts and apps. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, how is there a chance of AI cloning your Face ID access? Yeah, that's interesting. Super unlikely that this could happen because Face ID in both Android and iPhones Mm-hmm. Uh, use complex biometric authentication technologies that really are difficult to replicate. And the technology used in Face ID utilizes a combination of infrared light and 3D facial recognition technology to recreate a map of your face. Now, this map, every time you use Face ID, updates that creation of your face. And it's a mathematical model that's highly accurate and difficult to copy. So, yeah, odds are, unless somebody made a, you know, like a, like the things they use in movies, the latex masks, unless mm-hmm. somebody had a latex mask of your face, but then you've got the infrared technology, and I don't know if that's going to work, but it's pretty doggone safe. Right. As well as, equally as safe is the fingerprint. I'm a fan of the fingerprint, 
So always, uh, I recommend scan at least two fingerprints in case you touch a hot pot in the kitchen and you burn off your <laughs> fingerprint, as I have done. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then just back that up with a code, too. But the biometric are the safest and also enable two-factor authentication just in case. And we can talk about that on another show, but AI will not be cloning. Yeah, Your, that goes back to the old days of Mission Impossible, where they wore those masks and they were the wrong person. That's right. Or yeah. remember when they showed they'd make a fingerprint out of clay or something and press exactly. it again? Yeah, yeah, odds are that's not all going to be happening because you're going to know if somebody does that unless unless you get knocked out and then then all bets are off. Well, that's so. a new thing in all TV shows now, that as soon as somebody, you know, someone's dead and they go to try to open the phone, they just take the phone and hold it up to their dead face and then it reopens. But I guess if you're yeah. dead, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> At that point, who well, cares? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, I was uh, not surprised by our first story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the Amazon Halo, which I've never owned one of those devices. Have you? I wouldn't buy. Now, the Amazon Halo, just so you know, it's a fitness tracker. Right. And it's very similar to Fitbit. And I think that's very cool and wonderful. But because it was Amazon, I mean, no offense to Amazon. I think it's a great company. I love my Amazon Prime. I love mm. Amazon Fresh. I, lo I love everything about them. But I didn't want to give them access to that data. Right, right. So well, I never bought one. And I never bought it either. And apparently if you bought it, you are, you are listeners. As of August 1st, all Halo products will stop functioning and customer data will be purged. So I guess it was one of those experiments that did not work out well for them. And um, in addition, any unused prepaid Halo subscription fees will be refunded to your original payment method. If you have a paid subscription, as of today, you will no longer be charged for the you know monthly subscription price. So you, you don't have to do anything more than that. Um, but I suspect it's a little annoying to people who not that long ago bought these devices and all of a sudden they're not going to function anymore. Yeah, they weren't bad looking. But they really weren't bad looking. And this, aside from the Halo Band, includes the Halo View fitness tracker and the Halo Rise alarm clock and all the accessories. So the whole right. Halo line is gone. As are apparently the employees that worked on it. Because they're, <laughs> they're laying off employees in the Halo division. There so, you go. So um, sorry about that for those of you. Well, you know, know, honestly, it's it's about time. We run businesses. You run a small business. I've run a small business. It's really easy to have too many employees. Oh yeah, when for sure. when you when you're generating a lot of income. Yep. And then when things get bad, you turn around and go, "Wait a minute. I don't know that I need this." Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, well, move on. There's a plenty of other devices around. And Well, uh, I'm I'm waiting because Google bought Fitbit. But Fitbit is still uh, producing devices. Right. They say there won't be any more Fitbit. So I'm looking forward to there being a Pixel fitness band. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I'll be, I'm still using the old Huawei one. And that, my data goes to servers in Europe, which is covered by EU privacy laws. So I feel safe with that. But, 
you know, Google knows so much about me as it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Amazon was, doesn't. So Yeah. So I was pouring over, as I do every day, my copy of neuroscience.com, and you found a story that was... Uh, Pretty fascinating. What's the story yeah. on uh, the doctors and well, versus this is, uh, chat? This is really short. Um, it, it's neurosciencenews.com. Um, what the, they had a study of licensed healthcare professionals. Um, what was interesting, they compared the responses of physicians and chat GPT to real world health questions. They found that ChatGPT's responses were re preferred by a panel of licensed healthcare professionals 79% of the time and rated as higher quality and, ready for this, more empathetic. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, you that's... know, when you go back and you think of where your doctor tells you stuff. Yeah. I mean, my doctor told me... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something in your blood. Blah blah. Then all of a sudden, he let it slip. Like two years later, what it was, and I went, Ooh, "What? Oh, huh? yeah, really?" Oh. <laughs> but anyway, the study obtained a diverse sample of healthcare questions and physician answers from uh, the social media platform Reddit. Okay. They have an Ask Docs forum. Uh, that's Ask Docs as in Doctors, mm -hmm. where millions of patients publicly post medical questions to which doctors respond. So okay. if you have a medical question that you want doctors to respond to, just go to Reddit. Reddit is great. I love Reddit. Yeah, Reddit but is good. The study did suggest that integrating an AI assistant into healthcare messaging would improve workflow, impact patient health, um, even eliminate disparities suffered by minority populations and assist doctors in delivering higher quality and more efficient care. That's really interesting. So if you've got a boo-boo and you say, what's this boo-boo on my hand to chat, chat GPT, they'll explain it to you and be more compassionate about it. But don't worry about it, Mark. I'm probably, I'm sure it's nothing. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a really interesting story. Um, I'm going to have to try that later just for fun and see how you know what it looks like and how it comes out. Well, but, and uh, also check out that Reddit forum, Ask Docs, if you ever have a yeah. question for a doctor. Yeah, Reddit's got some great stuff. By the way, congratulations to the Lakers, who won their series last night. I was at the game, and they won by 40 points, which is like very close probably to a playoff record. So yay to the Lakers, uh, having nothing whatsoever to do with tech or anything. Um this was kind of interesting. NASA has successfully extracted oxygen from simulated lunar soil. Uh, apparently, wait, wait, that means... what's simulated lunar soil? Well, yeah, Is that that's a fake really good question. Lunar soil? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they apparently completed it in a vacuum environment, uh, paving a way f to try this on the actual lunar surface. And by the way, we were just talking about this like last week. Is it? Is it? Now Houston Johnson Space Center, is that Cape well? Canaveral no Johnson. No Johnson Space oh, Center Houston. is in Houston, and I have been to both places. Okay. Yeah, that's I've been to Johnson Space Center in Houston. Okay. Well, apparently the carbothermal reduction demonstration, or better known as CARD, uh, team employed what they called a dirty thermal vacuum chamber. Spherical enclosed measures 15 feet in diameter and allows for the testing of unclean 
were dirty samples. Uh, so they were trying to test to see whether uh, these kind of things would survive on the lunar surface and successfully extracted oxygen. And apparently this is a big step so that when we go to the moon, that you'll be able to stay on the moon longer. Um, and it's a process long used on Earth to produce solar panels and steel, which produces carbon Mon, uh, monoxide or dioxide using high temperatures. Well, yeah, so they I shoot it with a le- high-powered laser, which is very right. cool. But still, I'm going back to the headline on this story. <laughs> what is simulated lunar soil? Well, yeah, is that I, soil from Earth? That I mean, I, I'm well, a little questioning. I yeah, question I mean, this article. I mean, unless we, <laughs> you know, unless we're keeping lunar soil somewhere. On Earth, which well, we, we may, could, but but the headline did read simulated lunar right, soil. Right, right. So they're making it up in a lab. I don't know. Yeah, I well it means they're making it up altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the last time we simulated something in a lab we ended up all getting COVID? I yeah. don't know. That yeah. that makes you a little uh, nervous about that. But you know, these stories are fascinating, and you never know where they're going to lead to. So. Thanks, NASA, for using something that probably none of us in our lifetime will ever really get to use in any way. Right. But, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so story. I found, I found, yeah. and this, this blew me away. Well, I would never use some of the search terms I'm going to mention now. Okay. But a lot of people search Google for many things, and they have found that if you use these search terms, mm-hmm. it's going to open you up to bad actors. You mean like, how do I kill my wife? And no, <laughs> no one that's finds the out FBI when they check your phone later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, what, so what kind of ads? All right. Well, a lot. You know, these uh, bad actors will often sponsor ads, so they right. are high in the results. So just think about these things. One. Uh, free credit report. Yeah, you don't have to Google that. that. You can yeah. go right to the credit bureau, TransUnion, Experian, or mm-hmm. Equifax. They will give you a free annual credit report. Right. You just go there and request it. Or you can go to annualcreditreport.com. And right. that website, that's the legitimate website. Right. Or, you know, legit. That works. Tech support phone numbers. And I'm going to publish these on Twitter because I think they're great. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, because people buy ads with fake tech support numbers. Right. As we all know, we all get those phones. Hello? You know, uh, we hear your computer has downloaded a virus. Right. What's your name? Yeah. Jerry Smith. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Last time I got one of those, I wanted to record it, but I was laughing out loud so hard I couldn't. (laughs) So let me just give this to you for everyone to have. You can play it back. The most searched customer service numbers, Amazon, 888-280-4331. Microsoft, 800-642-7676. Apple, 800 275-2273, Two seven five two two seven three, Google six five zero two five three zero 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 zero, and Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram, is six five zero five four three four eight hundred. Now these now, numbers are the real numbers you're giving out. These are the real numbers right. I'm giving out. I mean, I'm not going to guarantee they're really going to help you. Yeah. 
But those are the tech support uh, numbers. And I think that's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, Another one not to Google, how to make money online. I mean, come on. Come on. This is going to open you up to every scammer on the planet. Absolutely. We don't have to repeat the stories. Job offers are bogus. Um, Customer service jobs are advertised. You know, work from home. But you have to buy stuff from them to do the job. Right. It's all a scam. Don't look for that. Go to, you know, a LinkedIn to look for jobs. That's where you look for jobs. Then don't, don't, don't free people search. Do not search the internet for information about people because the only way you're going to get the real information from these websites is by paying money. Oh, you have to, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I will tell you something about that because it was interesting. I was looking for a phone number. Somebody called, uh, some weird phone call I got, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. You know, we have your package here from Mexico, and we scanned <laughs> it, and and then it was a, you know, and I couldn't understand what he was saying, and I kept asking, "What are you saying?" Because I couldn't understand his language or whatever he was speaking, but I got the phone number, so I went into you know, because you can just put a phone number in Google, right? Right, I do that. I and every one of them, as you say, is basically yes, we'll give it to you. Pay us two bucks, pay us ten bucks, whatever. And I, um, I actually ultimately did find one that was for free. But when you Google the thing free phone lookup and you click and there's a review and it says, this is a great free phone lookup. As soon as you click on it, it takes you to the paid page. The best thing to do in that situation, and I've done it myself, is to type in the actual phone number, copy it yeah, off your phone. And, and that's the safest way. Yeah, uh, the last one is searching for a crypto wallet. Right. Really, folks? That danger, danger, Will Robinson. If you buy cryptocurrency uh, on something like Coinbase, just use theirs. It's a custodial wallet. Right. Um, I'm not going to get into any details of crypto, but don't Google that. That's just a way to get scammed. Yeah, that's really interesting. And um, I guess that's what they're calling the dark web. I don't know. I'm not really (laughs) sure. Uh, But okay. Uh, let's see. Value of value. I mean, this is kind of interesting. The value of wearable data. You know, I've often wondered, you know, if I use my Apple Watch, which I do to play racquetball or get on the treadmill to whatever, I often wonder how accurate it is. And if you use another device, sometimes it will be completely different. So what did you find? Well, before I get into what's in the article, I'll give a little practical advice here. Um, you know, I have all the things. I have an oxygen me- measuring thing, you know, your right. VO2 max. And yeah, you put it, it, it on appear- your finger. Yeah, on the finger. And there's one on the phone, uh, I mean, on the watch or the fitness band. But you figure the one on your finger, that's the one the doctors use, so it must be better. Got one of those. And, you know, the high blood pressure machines right. that everybody has yep. that have the cuff you put around them, they're electronic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have spoken to several doctors about this. Those blood pressure machines are not accurate. The only only test that's accurate is using a stethoscope and an old-fashioned, you know, those old-fashioned uh, blood pressure testers. And you're going to find, now that you're going to do- 
when you go to doctors, more and more doctors are going by the stethoscope method, you know, where they put the stethoscope right. in your arm, uh, the crook of your arm. Right. So there's that. And the VO2, well, I got everything measuring it and, you know, you test it, you play with it, the whole thing. Um, my The nurse at my doctor's office slipped it on my finger and I said, well, let me breathe. Hold on. She said, no worries. You're at 100%. No, no. Okay. But the thing on your phone or the thing on your wrist or even the thing on your finger shows all kinds of other numbers. Go to a doctor or get a professional device. Do right. not rely on a wearable. Yeah. Um, in all of the uh, articles that I've read, seriously, a lot of the stuff you're reading is just fun. Yeah. Think of it as a toy. Because, I don't know, my husband will say, I only slept six hours last night. And yet every time I woke up in the middle of the night, he's sleeping away. <laughs> right. So yeah, I've never seen him up walking around. So, yeah. you know, you just can't. Um, and I mean, they in the article in the New York Times, they mentioned um, using an oxygen mask on someone's face and a heart monitor on their chest. Right. To actually measure heartbeat. Totally different method. There are professional tools and there's these toys that we have. And right. people get all worked up about the results of their toys. Don't pay attention to the toys. Use professional equipment, which is available. You can buy it. You have to learn how to use it. Yep. But no, no, not going to work. Yeah, when I got COVID, they suggested I get the oxygen, you know, the little the thing that you put on your finger that I got at Rite Aid to because you're supposed to have a certain level. Yeah, 100% I got one bed. too. Yeah, yeah, and they work fine. They, you know, and I it was a little when I was when I had COVID, it was a little bit. It was like a 96, which was still fine because they tell you I think you want to be over 90 or something. And then it was back to 100. So uh, those things are legitimate. Uh, well, the not pharmacy. not as much as the one that the doctor uses. The one the yeah. doctor uses is generally a lot more sensitive, because I can regulate by using deeper breathing, right? The O2 level in my blood, and mm-hmm. uh, not at the doctor's office. Yeah, there there's Reddit. So I think you know again, use professional equipment. Don't play with toys. If when it yeah, comes exactly. to your health. Although I will say that the one that I went to my doctor and they did it there looked exactly the same when I got at CVS. I know. I know. So same with me. Yeah. Maybe they know how to use it better. I don't know. But the nurse told me, that no, the stuff at home, no, don't do it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. So uh, out of the Washington Post, heat pumps are having a break. For their, what, what's the story with heat pumps? Well, you know, when I heard the, I've been hearing about heat pumps, heat pumps, heat pumps, no more gas heating. You know, you got to have a heat pump, heat pump. Well, they're not catching on. And they're saying the reason it's not catching on is because heat pump is not a sexy name for a technology. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and they're also treating it as it's, as if it's some new kind of thing. And really, this is not a new technology. Mark, I will bet that sometime in your life, you were somewhere that had a reverse cycle air conditioner. Do you know Maybe. what I'm referring to? You're not talking about the kind that used to be in the windows. 
Well, in the window, in the windows, but it was reverse cycle. In other words, it could heat a room or it could cool a room. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. They've been around for a gajillion years. Yeah. I have one in my office. And and I Googled a reverse cycle air conditioner. Is that a heat pump? Why, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is nothing new to use an electricity powered thing. And it says in the New York, uh, Washington Post, excuse me, it's an electricity powered air conditioner that also works in reverse, moving heat from outside into the home, as well as moving heat from the inside out. Right. So, yeah, this has been around forever. So anybody who questions, I can tell you it works. I've been using them all my life, uh, but you, they have to be on the outside. And it, it just works, and they do work well. But I don't know how well they work doing a whole house. I've only had them for rooms, like my office at my old right, house. Right, Because I've been working from home a long time. And my office here. I, I just, why should this room be air-conditioned and heated if I'm not in it? Yeah, well, it makes sense. So I that's thought the best why part of the story I... were some of the names they came up for these devices. Right, Heating to make them... pump face. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Green, a clean green comfort machine, and then I, I remember the story about the British. They, they were searching for the name of a British research vehicle. Yes, and, it was a ship. Up, yeah, yeah, Bodie Bodie McBoatface. Yes, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. So anyway, don't don't let anybody fool you into thinking this is some brand new technology. You better pay extra for. Because I, mean, I think it's the things that were always in cheap motels that didn't have central air and central heating. They just had those window units, and you you know you pushed it one way. And well, it no, I lived in an apartment, and a very nice apartment way back in the day when I was a yep. kid. Right. Um, before central air conditioning was commonplace, mm-hmm. and you had one. I wouldn't Mark thinks think it's unfair to call it cheap motels because I, I a lot of people have these and and it's no mystery anyway so you came up with a story about a bunch a bazillion uh counterfeit apple devices what's the deal yeah it was very interesting u.s custom officials seized 1050 fake airpods and apple watches uh they seized in uh on their way from china to virginia uh, they were shipped to Washington Dulles International Airport. Deliveries comprised 1,000 Apple iPads, 50 watches, uh, and uh, apparently experts at the, I don't know what this is, but the Center of Excellence and Expertise, CEE. Never <laughs> heard of them. I'm not clear who they are. Our, um, our government has very long arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they verified the products as fakes. Uh, had they been sold as a genuine article at current prices, uh, they would have gotten about almost $290,000 for the fake devices. And, uh, you know, I don't know what, ha- you know, if you get one of these, I'd ha- I've never seen one. I've seen fake Rolexes. You know, that was the big deal. Wherever you buy a Rolex, uh not a real Rolex, but, you know, knockoff Rolex. Those have been around for years. Well, uh, let me just tell you, you mentioned knockoff Rolexes. Two ways to to see if it's a knockoff Rolex. First of all, the second hand does not keep moving. The second hand makes a stop right. every right. second on a real Rolex. Yeah, correct. And that is very hard to copy. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, and also a real Rolex is heavy. 
it is not a light watch. Right, right. So they do look those... very similar, though. I have to yes, say, yes, they do. It's interesting, uh, and apparently, uh, Apple introduced a new iOS 16 function that warns a user when they're attempting to pair a phony AirPod or uh, with an iP- iPhone or an iPad. That the question is, you've already bought it at that point, probably. So it, and I don't know if they work. I don't know what happens. I assume if you're getting one of these devices, you would oh, they do them. work. They do yeah. work. I I have been, uh, I've seen them. They they work just like the general art article, but the quality isn't there. Well, you know. right. Um, you mean they don't give you accurate information when you're working out? Oh, wait, that's a regular one. Too. Right, that's the other one that doesn't yeah. work, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, just so you know, um, if you want to know more about counterfeit devices, you can go to cbp-gov, or .gov, excuse me, and find information of... Uh, e-commerce counterfeit counterfeit awareness guide so you yeah, can double check there yeah yeah a lot of this around 2020 uh the u.s customs sees 295,000 pairs of wireless earbuds worth 61 million dollars in 21 it jumped to 62 million dollars so a lot of that floating around uh so be careful i guess and buy from you know, an Apple store, if you want an Apple watch or, you know, not just online and eBay, because you don't know what you're going to actually end up getting. Well, um, uh, wait a minute. With eBay, you have a 100% customer guarantee right. if it's not what it says it is. So yeah, you will get good. your money back. So Yeah, that's really good. Um, all right. Well, it is now the time of the show. We search the planet, the universe, and today we are searching Best Buy for the buy of the week. Drum roll. <laughs> the buy of the week. There we go. We got to hire a new drummer. I mean, the, yeah, the, well, I'm busy, you know. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're the drummer. That's um, right. Okay, so uh, th- this is a discounted price from the normal price. Not that the discount's so big, but the fact that you can get it is really interesting. At Best Buy, Samsung, which makes some very good televisions, they have a 43 inch Class 7. LED, 4K UHD, uh, of TV available, and you know these are really good TVs. You know the Samsungs, and these are the kind of TVs that actually were very expensive a few years ago, and now all of a sudden you can get. You know, in this particular case, as I say, it's a 4K TV. Uh, this TV has gotten extremely good reviews. They've got 21,919 reviews. So imagine that at least six of those are real reviews, Marcia. At least. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they are f- almost virtually five-star on this TV. So you can get a... It's a, a Samsung. A beautiful- it's a good TV. Yeah, see, yeah, Samsung's make really nice uh, TVs. And let me just give you a couple of the quick specs here. It is, again, it's 43 inches. It's an LED, uh, which is what you want in these kind of TVs. It's an HDR10+. plus. It's got a standard LED panel. Okay, so uh, how much got, is this already? Well, this, <laughs> this TV is, I don't know, it used to be like $84,000. You can buy it today <laughs> at Best Buy on sale for two seventy nine ninety nine. And that might be a nice Mother's Day gift if mom yeah. wants a new TV. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, 43 inches is a pretty good-sized TV. You know, it's not a 70 or an 80 or whatever crazy TVs are. But if you're looking for a nice-sized TV for your home, it's the Samsung 43-inch Class 7 Series LED uh, 4K UHD available at Best Buy today on sale for $279.99, which saves you 20 bucks off the normal price, which was already very cheap. So that is our buy of the week. That's amazing. Now, the yep. next thing we were going to talk about, and I just, I, I, you, you brought this up, and I just can't, because I've seen it. So, the Dyson it's, Zone. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest damn looking thing. You know, and this was, you know, kind of going back to um, COVID and wearing a mask and whatever. You look like you're in outer space with this thing on your well, face. Well, the thing is, I saw it at CES, okay? So, yep. this... Basically, it's noise-canceling headphones with a little right. thing that goes in front of your face, which which spews from a fan filtered air. So right. the air that you're filtering is supposedly, <laughs> supposedly. Um, supposedly reduces your exposure to harmful stuff. Yeah, I mean it so it's the, the article says the pros are again it uh, reduces exposure, reduces odors, it has a cooling fan and a companion app, an onboard NO2 sensor. Uh, the visor apparently is removable and washable and a solid ANC and audio performance. Yeah, well that's but, lovely and if you want uh, noise reduction headphones, go get Bose. Uh, this just my opinion, it's expensive, it's heavy. Um, yeah. The filter is not true, HEPA. There's no, no real-time PM 2.5 reading. It does not protect against COVID and will make your eyes dry out as well as your nose and your mouth. So, Well, it's interesting because the whole point of that one, not the point because they didn't advertise it as such, right. but when it came out, it was, oh, this is for COVID. And I yeah, it's to at clean the air. Saying, yeah, now, no, I'm not going to wear that. Yeah, now... I had gotten Kurt one to take to the gym that was not this. This is a uh, Dyson one is of course 949.99. And yeah, that's all. And I had gotten Kurt a really interesting one that had the HEPA filters that were maybe 5 inch circle. Yeah, I remember. That was strapped that. to your arm and a hose to your face that was under uh, a proper mask. Right. And yeah, that worked. But this no. $949, I can give you a lot. We're going to give you a lot better places to spend yeah, that money. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> you are not kidding. So we're coming up on Mother's Day, I think, is it next weekend? Okay, like and week? when you mention things, I'm going to just say if I want it or not. How's okay, that? so that, that's a good idea because these are the best Mother's Day gift ideas for the techie mom. So here's one. Uh, how about the Amazon Kindle Paperwhite? Nope. Nope, don't want that. <laughs> Okay. I mean, uh, it's $139, but I like to read outside. Outside reading is darn yes. near impossible on a screen. Yep. You have to use a book. Right. Which does like lead outside, it's probably probably not Which as good. does lead to the next thing on the list. Well, the next thing on the list is the was it the book of the month club? Let's see. Yeah. 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 So the you know, the book of the month club, and I used to be a voracious reader. I mean, I didn't go one week without having a book in my hand. Then I got to Audible, which is another thing on this list, you know, books on, uh, the, you know, downloaded books. And then I kind of went, oh, I'm getting tired of those too. But if you are still a good reader, the Book of the Month Club, 
three months for 60 bucks, six months for 110, one year for 199. Um, and you get, let's see, uh, one or, I don't know what this means, but one or more books per month. Yeah, you can pick from the club selection. Think of the Columbia Record Club, Mark. You oh, get gosh, to pick. Yeah. You pick. Yeah. But the bottom line is, I have refound books. Uh, that mo- that series I mentioned to you, Pachinko. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, they said the book was better, and you know what? The book's better. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So I yeah, could never get in. I tried to get into that. I just couldn't get into it. It was great. It was great. Okay, yeah, and I, for for those who want an Audible membership, Audible's great. It's a great I, I've idea. Been using Audible, yeah, probably twenty plus years, seven ninety five a month, and the nice part about Audible is that you don't have to rush out to a bookstore, assuming you can actually even find a bookstore anymore, or buy books on on uh, on uh, Amazon. But you know, you download the book, you start listening within seconds, and if you are one, the problem I have with Audible or with any you know, online thing is when I'm driving, I tend to listen to them in the car and I get distracted yep. and then I forgot where I was in the place. That's the problem. Them. That is yeah. the problem. But to save you a little money for mom, yep. get mom a library card at your city or county library. Yeah, there you go. And yep. there's an app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, yep. that you input and you can even, if you're in like Los Angeles, you can get your membership, your library card online. And once you have your library card, you can download uh, audiobooks for yes, free, just right. like taking out a book. So yep. uh, I think that might be a better bo- gift if you're saving yeah. money. Just yeah. give her the app and give her a library card and explain to her all the benefits. Now, I will tell you the next one. I have the Magic Keyboard for my iPad. This is the Logitech's version of that for your iPad. It is life-changing when you have a, a iPad. Because it comes with a key a keypad, as opposed to just having your you know your fingerprinted fingers all over your screen all the time, and the magic one from Apple works flawlessly. It's also ridiculously expensive. I remember, I think it's around three hundred dollars. But Logitech makes one that's very good, ninety nine ninety nine. And when you're using a, I know you're looking to get a new uh, a pad of some kind. Mm-hmm. Do you use a keyboard on that? Not at all. I try. I did early on. And because I'm a writer, okay, I want a real keyboard. I still prefer not a chiclet keyboard, but a clicky keyboard. And there are keyboards designed just for writers and for people who you need to type in their daily work. Right. So, no, I don't like them. Okay. Uh, would you want an in-studio in your home, uh, Tempo Studio? which is a smart home gym equipment. Uh, moms work out. Uh, they have endless cardio sessions, strength training, uh, let's see, reps, counting, challenging on demand, and live classes. And, and it comes with a giant monitor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's 1700 bucks. Yeah. But um, you know what? Um, for free, <laughs> yeah, you can get the Nike, the Nike fitness classes on Netflix, I believe mm-hmm. it is. I, yep. There's a whole list. I wasn't prepared to give the list, but there are a whole bunch of free fitness classes you can get if you subscribe to a lot of the streaming services. So yeah, yeah there you go. that's it. Is there anything else on that list that you said mm, like to have Well, that? like I said, the Fitbit, we, we talked about it. It's really good. I'm waiting again for the regular Google one because Fitbit is going to be closing. 
but it's marked the Fitbit Charge 5, which is good looking and supposedly very attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a lot of features. A hundred. It's marked down to one hundred and twenty nine ninety five. And you know, if mom's not a giant techie, maybe that's you know. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't want an Apple Watch because they're just too damn big. Well, I, yeah. It's, it's to me, it's like having a TV screen on your wrist. It's a little silly. Uh, you could get for uh, give or take one hundred and twenty nine to one hundred and fifty bucks. You can get the Ember Mug Two. Which seems kind of silly. I want 14. that. I want that. I you like do that. want this. Okay, I it's like a fourteen that. or ten ounce mug. Uh, it's heated via smart base, and you uh, can control it with an app. Your beverage of choice is always at the perfect temperature. One hundred and fifty bucks seems yeah, kind of I expensive. Like, it me, is but... expensive, which is why I've never bought it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. Let's zoom right now because we're come, getting short yeah. on time. Uh, just so you know, we get this information uh, okay, for a so web, from a website called realgood.com. Movies, a few of you these, can access uh, it ghosted, too, but if I you're watch, listening to Chris us Evans every week, we go to the Real Good Top 10 streaming charts for the information. Cute and movie, it's accurate, and it's up-to-date. That was the number one so for the week ending, April 26, on, Mark, what are the top the 10 Prime movies? Netflix. Uh, cocaine Bear is still Hello? hanging in there. Um, okay, again, so Mark's not here. I'll to give you the top 10 TV shows. This new show called Diplomat, like which six. seems really, really cool um, to I've me. I've seen the previous uh, ones. Diplomat is... Funny about a it. woman who becomes a diplomat, and they really think that her husband would make a better diplomat. So I don't know. I saw the previews. Looks good. Then Beef, which has been around for a while. Succession, number three. The Mandalorians, number four. Mrs. Davis. I'm seeing a picture here of a nun on a motorcycle, so I bet you that's interesting. Uh, number six is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Then, of course, Ted Lasso, and oh my goodness, the last Ted Lasso, if you don't smile and grin from ear to ear at the end of the last episode, I don't know what. So try Ted Lasso. Then Yellow Jackets, The Last Thing He Told Me, and Jury Duty. Now, Mark, what are the top 10 streaming movies? Well, those were the uh, first ones that we had, which were, uh, did you hear me? Because we we had a word. Not a word. I was completely gone. Okay, that's weird. Uh, okay, so the number one movie is Ghosted, which is uh, Chris Evans, which was a very entertaining kind of rom-com. Um, it was a spy-ish movie, lots of fun. Uh, number two is Cocaine Bear, which I have refused to watch. Me too. Because it just sounds so damn stupid. Um, let's see, Scream 6. I've seen the other ones, and they're entertaining. Uh, another movie, Seven Kings Must Die. Tetris, I know you watch it. I love Tetris. I did too. It was a great, wasn't it a great movie? You have, very who would think a movie about Tetris would be as good as that was? Exactly. Yeah, that was very good. Evil Dead, that's an old one. Um, Quasi, don't know what that one is. Uh, the Snowman, which is an older film. Uh, and I seem to remember on Netflix that I actually watched that. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, blah, blah, blah. And last again, John Wick, although it's finally moving down the list, it's now down to number uh, 10 on the list. So, uh, Well, there's the you? music. That means uh, we made it almost on time. And uh, say go. goodbye, Mark. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, and we'll see you before Mother's Day next week. Have Please share, like, and for my Mother's Day present, subscribe, because we yeah. want to hear you back every week. We're here for you, and ask me questions on Twitter DM. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.